Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Bhutang Dhammang Sankang Namasami So the theme of steady in transition. And I think, uh, is it, is, can everybody hear me okay? Is it, uh, I think the, th- the uh, theme of transition, it, it kind of arises, sometimes in our life it's very, very strong. We feel like we're in a big transition. And other times we might feel quite settled. So there are times when it's more um, poignant to speak about transition than others. But in, in reality, you know, truly, um, we... It's just a little bit too far away. Yeah. We, um, we've been in transition since the moment our mother and father conceived... It's been a transition from that moment on, and who knows, even before that, we can't say. So this whole life experience is, is a transitional experience. And often on the spiritual path, in, the, in, the, in many traditions, many spiritual traditions, we're, we're, you know, human beings are known as, as uh, wanderers, or uh, sojourners, or homeless ones. And uh, it's not to say that we're living on the street, you know, we're coming into San Francisco this morning we saw a lot of homeless people it's not meaning homeless in that way but it means that you know we can make our home somewhere for a while and even this body you know we think of this body well this is me you know this is my body it's my kind of home when I get home I'm, it's, I'm here with this body I'm not with somebody else's body you know it's this, this one and so then that feels like sort of got a certain sense of certainty and personal belonging about it and that too is is in transition this body constantly in transition and at some point we'll have to leave it behind and uh, you know however beautiful it's been however strong and healthy it's been however you know well it's served us at some point we're going to have to let it go so uh, we're in this journey of life it's already started it's no going back and we don't know where it's going to go and we can influence it to some degree thankfully but not totally so uh, you know how to how to keep a sense of steadiness in this mystery of life that we are that we find ourselves in and uh, it might be that we you know, we, we feel like we've got it all together, we know what our career is, we know where we're going, we've got a plan, we've got a, we own a property or we're in a, a, you know, a good rental situation and it all feels pretty kind of certain. And maybe it is for a while, but we don't know. We were just talking this morning about the, the 1989 earthquake in, in San Francisco you know, and then they're, they're talking about there's likelihood of a... a 
um, seven plus earthquake coming. It's, it's like they say that it's, it's, it's due and then nobody quite knows when. And so this is the reality of our lives. We live in this uncertainty and, and certain vulnerability of, of being a, in a human body, in a, in a world, in an environment or community that we have some control over but not total control. So, you know, definitely, I, I experience when things are a little bit more settled, there is more ease. You know, when we're not in the midst of, of turmoil, or change, or you know, there's a sense of being able to rest into somewhere for a period of time, there's more ease. I noticed that with that, with my visa process coming from the UK. First of all, we got a tourist visa; you can stay for three months. Okay, three months, not very long. And then you go back and you get another three months. And then if you do that too many times, people start to talk about it and ask questions. And then you manage to get two and a half years. Like, oh, two and a half years, that's really great. But then after a while, two and a half years seems very short. How do you build a community in, in, and a monastery in two and a half years? You can't, really. And then you get the green card. All right, you've got the green card. That feels really kind of stable. So, and just noticing, I've watched it over those years of like, even though the reality is I'm here as a visitor, really, I'm still technically an alien in this country, there's a different feeling when there's a sense of like, yes, you can, you can, you're welcome here for longer. Yes, you can stay here for this long. So one rests and settles the more there's a sense of something to rest and settle into. And when things are very unstable and there's a lot of uncertainty, then it's more agitating. There's more more opportunity for, for worry. Um, planning takes over more when we're not sure, when we're trying to work something out. We spend a lot of time in mental space planning and missing the present because of some plans about some idea of what we want to create in the future. And all of the teachings, the Buddha's teachings and other teachings also, are pointing to our life right now. What, what are we doing with this? What are we doing with our life? What, what, is, what is the result of our past action in this lifetime? What is our aspiration? And, and what are we doing that will lead us in the, in the right direction? So the, when I look at this, this whole transition of life that uh, you know, has been very unexpected the, the places it's taken me to. I see the, the only place really of any stability is resting into the present awareness. And, there, and in that, when one really rests into it, there's into this body, in this moment, and into present awareness. And also I think part of that is, part of the present awareness is also the relational field. So, you know, we're sitting here, we came down from the foothills yesterday to San Francisco to be here with you today. This is what we came for. And, uh, and then if we were sitting here in an empty room, it would be very different. So we're sitting here with people who have an interest in practice and some people who we know well and some people we haven't met yet. And, and then there's a, there's a relational field that we sit here together in, even if we're keeping silence, noble silence. Just the fact that we're, we have a, a common 
interest and understanding. So it's in this uh, direct experience that there is the steadiness. And it's not steadiness because things are solid and certain, but it's because this is real. This is what's happening right now. So when we're with this true experience, then it's like, oh, I'm with this. And as long as I'm still thinking about what's going to happen with the house back at the Vihara and, and who's going to come and how's it going to be for the winter retreat and, and how's my journey back there going to be. If I'm, if I'm st sitting here with you all doing that, there's no stability at all because it's all still in the mental realms and it's all hypothesis about the future. Or if I'm, if I'm harping on about the past, what happened, and then unless that's in a, in a useful way, that I can bring that into the present, that, it, that things can be released. I'm not here. And so there's no, there's no resting place. There's nowhere to put my feet down. So that's the real, you know, ultimately that is the only place we can find any stability. And it's a, it's a stability in the midst of flux. So it's kind of contradictory. But on an ultimate level, this is the only place that we can rest into right now in this, in this experience that we're in, as it is at any moment. And then moving kind of into a more, let's say, uh, conventional way of seeing things, the, you know, we go through these periods of transition. And transition implies, you know, being somewhere where we feel a sense of knowing and a sense of familiarity and maybe a certain uh, confidence in, in who we are and what we can be in that experience and then moving out of that into an unknown. Usually it's towards something. We usually have some reason but we leave something towards something else that we want to realize or reach. And generally, in the, in the, in somewhere in between those two, of leaving what we know and, and moving towards what we intend or aspire to, there's a, a period of chaos. There's a period of t tumultuous chaos. <laughs> it might be really tumultuous, or it might be just kind of mildly, agitatingly tumultuous. And, and that's kind of how it works. That's, that's how nature works. And it's, it's quite a painful process, you know, especially if we want it to be otherwise. So what we tend to do is we want to go from what we know that's certain to the next thing that's going to be certain <laughs> without that messy bit in the middle. But uh, it doesn't work like that. And, and when I look at nature, I just see that that's how nature works. So that, that it, you know, there's something that's created and it works well. And then maybe at a certain point it's not working well anymore. And so things start to break down. And there's this, this, this time of, of creativity. It's another way of seeing it. And then from that creativity, so that nature isn't just continuously recreating the same thing again and again, from that place of creativity, something new can emerge. And, uh, and that's how this whole amazing system has, has manifested. You know, the, the, the biosphere that we live in has manifested through that creative process of, 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 of creating something, re you know, seeing how it works well, seeing the things that don't work well, then recreating and, and opening up into the, into the unknown for, for um, 
you know, something new to emerge. And often that, that time is, is just rather uncomfortable when we're, when we're in the midst of it. So to acknowledge that, I think it's very important to acknowledge that, that, that it's stressful. And as long as we want things to be certain in a certain way and clear, it creates a stress in our life. And, you know, I speak for, you know, like we, we've been in a situation for quite a long time now of, of um, transition and moving out to a rented property out in the foothills to try it out and see how does it work. And, and, uh, and then thinking, well, yeah, it's working well. Let's, let's see if we can kind of rent it for a bit longer. And then finding out, well, no, we can't rent it for longer. So, okay, we've got it until this date and then we've got to do something else. And, and then it's, it's like, okay, well, what can we do? Well, well, it doesn't seem to work, and there doesn't seem to be much there. And, um, you know, and so we're in this transition phase. And then there's ideas, well, maybe we could do this. And, you know, and, the, and all of the thoughts of what we want to do and what we sh we, we're aiming for, they have to adapt to the reality of the situation. So we don't get to, you know, every now and again our dreams come true, one's dreams come true, but, you know, much of the time it's... it's, it's um, either having to rise up to something that's bigger than we expected or honing down because things, life isn't presenting us with what we hoped. And, and that is a lot of the process of being human, is, uh, is tuning in, assessing and, and reassessing and re, um, well, letting go and rising up, really. It comes down to that, letting go and rising up to meet what is actually happening rather than what we imagine or would like to happen. So to acknowledge the, you know, the, the, the relative comfort when things are, do feel certain and stable and supportive. And that, you know, one can live in that for a long time, but then at some point it doesn't serve us anymore because it's too comfortable, it's too supportive, and we're not growing in it. So then to, there's a time when we have to step out, and then we're stepping into the unknown, and that can be really exhilarating, it can be fun, you know. And then for a while, after, and then after a while, that gets tiring, wear, wearing. And then we feel like, no, I really need something. I need some clarity. I need some stability. I need some somewhere I can rest into. And then we look for that, and then and then maybe we find that, or maybe what we find is is a little disappointing, or maybe what we find is just like that bit more than we thought we could manage, but we are man we do manage it and we rise up. And, and this is kind of the process of life, <laughs> somehow. And uh, so, so when things are stable, it feels kind of good for a while, and then when things, uh, when we need to grow, there's that urge that, that pushes us into the next situation and then there can be the either the the excitement and enjoyment or the stress sometimes they, they both they go together and just to, to really acknowledge that and then the arriving at something new and the hopes and the fears that come when we arrive at something new and then there's the the reality of what it is which is never what we think it is going to be never like that I know. And the the people, even people we might have known for many years, you know, we put 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 go into a different situation, and then things start to change. I know many many couples who live together for many years, like fifteen years, you know, eighteen years, and then they get married, 
and then it's different, and then the, the, the relationship doesn't last. It's interesting. It's all the same. You know, same people, same house, same everything, but the something's changed, and then it falls apart. So, or maybe different sides of the character come out, and they don't want to be with that person anymore. So this is kind of how it goes. You know, there's no real certainty except that we know that we will die at some point. That's the only thing we can really be certain of. But how that happens, when that happens, how we are in that process, we, we can't know that. So uh, it really kind of points us back to what are we doing with this present experience? You know, how much are, are we using this present experience for as a, as a a jumping board for something we want in the future. How much are we resisting what's happening now? How much are we at odds with this present experience or this or this time in our life? Or even something as, as inevitable as aging, you know? How much are we at odds with that? And how much are we able to be with the transition? So the steadiness comes through acknowledging the, the, uh, the inevitability of change. So we have a little chant, where we actually do it when someone dies. But, uh, there's this chant that's in Pali, but it goes, um, all things, all conditioned things, everything that arises, everything that comes together, has the nature to change and fall apart. Everything, every single thing, the cup, the building, the human being, the planet Earth, the universe, everything that has, a, that has, the, has come to form goes through a process and will fall apart. And knowing this, when we know this, when we're aligned with this truth, there is peace, there is happiness, there is well-being. So it's kind of, you know, we do that when someone's died. And, uh, but it's a reflection we can really use at any time. So that's a powerful statement because we're always looking for something that we can hold on to and rest into and feel certain about. And, uh, and that teaching is saying what we can be certain about is change. What we can be certain about is what begins ends. Or on an ultimate level, nothing really begins and nothing ends. It's, it's all in transition. It's all in process. So, uh, you know, like the, the big view can really support us in the, the more personal experience of, of traveling on this life's journey. And uh, the, the many um, challenges and um, growth experiences and uh, unexpected blessings that this life's journey brings. So when we know, when we, can, when we can accept more fully the constant changing nature of things, then we can open to the, the changes, the difficult, the beautiful, the challenging, the comfortable, all of it. We can open to that more fully. And as long as we're at odds with change, we're going to be suffering. We won't find any stability, any safety, any resting place. 
And that's something that changes moment to moment. That also changes. You know, there's moments when we feel like, yeah, we're really with it, and then we forget, and we're, we're grasping hold of something, and we're trying to make it happen a certain way, and then the suffering arises. So being steady with this breath, with this interbeing that we have here at this moment. And to, to do that we have to be open to it. <laughs> we have to be open to the experience that we're in right now. And I think also, you know, the more we're in touch with the, the, you know, the struggle in a human life to try and find some, some place of belonging and, and resting and how kind of difficult that is to do, to find for any, any length of time. You can find it for a little while and it's gone again. Find it again and it's gone. You know, the more we're kind of attuned to that, the more naturally compassion arises for this human state. And then as we look at the, the process of transition, you know, what is, what is the purpose of our life? <laughs> the big question. You know, what, so what are we doing? You know, are, we, are, we, are we working really hard to get some stability, certainty, clarity? <coughs> and, and at what cost is that? So speaking to somebody yesterday who was saying about uh, being in a, in a, like a, as a, working as a bureaucrat and wanting to get everything done well, get everybody in line, and, uh, and he was saying how now he looks back and he sees, well, you know, he got the things done he wanted to get done on a, on a practical level, but it was at the cost of harming others, you know, mowing other people down. Not, uh, not taking care, not being, not being responsive, kind. And then realizing, well, you know, I just really do not want to live like that. This is, this is not what life is for. You get things done, but at what cost? So looking at this, this transition of life that we're in, you know, like learning how to be a little bit more kind, a little bit more patient, a little bit more fearless, maybe, because we meet the same challenge again and again of having to you know, receive and let go, receive and let go. So these, are, I think, are the, you know, the, the core, um, the essential purposes, I'm not sure if that's the right word, of our life, you know, the, the places we need to be paying attention to, not just the external forms, but the, you know, how are we meeting, how are we responding, how much um, are, we, are, we, are we adding extra stories on top of the difficulties we have, or how much are we opening to and, and receiving the challenges, the blessings, and letting them guide our life. So that when we come to the, the great transition at the end of our life, the big one, you know, 
we're going to have to leave behind our material wealth and our status. We don't take that with us, whatever it might be. But we, we will be left with the, the, the heart. Now how, how kind has this heart been? How courageous has this heart been? How responsive, how present? Those are the things that will really matter. They matter at, at the time of our death and they matter now. But we get uh, distracted by the many external forms that promise security. So it's through really you know, coming into direct contact with this present experience, or this presently arisen state, as the Buddha puts it, each, each presently arisen state. So he doesn't actually even speak about the present moment. He doesn't even call it a moment. He just talks about each presently arisen state. And he also speaks about how each presently arisen state that we are experiencing, we are in, we are, we are you know, this is what it is, being me, being any one of us, is this presently arisen state, that that is interdependent. It, it, is, it, it arises through our past actions, our present intentions, our relational field, our um, aspirations, you know, all of those things are, are what influence this presently arisen state. So just to look at our life and you know, how much of the, t of the presently arisen state is painful or you know are we are we resistant to or um, you know we, we resent or are afraid of or are hoping for, for it to be another way you know, how much of our presently arisen state is are we doing that so this is it you know <laughs> we have to come back to this and how we meet this and we're all learning I feel really very much like a beginner. You know, I've been meditating 25 years or something on a spiritual path for a long time. I feel very, very, very much a beginner. A lot to learn. Because again and again, the, the old habits play up. And uh, there's again resenting, resisting, wanting, not wanting, all of that going on. And missing the, uh, the essential truth of this presently arisen state. So I'd like to offer that today as a reflection. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.